Creative Conundrums is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. Hello, everybody. I am the amazing, the inimitable, the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai, the tentacle one who is talented and green and wiggly. I'm not green and wiggly. I just, I, I, there's an octopus. That, that <laughs> is very suggestive. <laughs> uh, that was actually part of a conversation that I had earlier today about wiggles and tentacles. Because well, you're now. a Star Trek fan, right? Green and Wiggly pretty much describes the Orions from the original series. Oh, there's that too. And then there's also the fact that, like, I was, play oh, I was playing WoW earlier, which is when this conversation came up, was that we were talking about Wiggly uh, weapons, specifically. Wiggly weapons? Yeah, there's, like, there's a... There's a sword that you can get that's, like, a like a vertebrae, but like, it's, it's, a, it's like a spine and it wiggles. Okay. Yeah. And then I have uh, both. There's the more than one kind of wiggly weapon. Oh yeah, I have a dagger and a wand that are both tentacles. Oh. And they wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a giant nerd? Me. Okay. Yep, I did not know you were into that stuff. Okay. Just, just it's a video game. Old gods, you know, eldritch horrors and all that. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen the anime. Okay. <clears throat> well, so I'm su I'm surprised that Activision Blizzard would you know take advantage of that particular market, but I, in the same breath, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, it's not in that way. It's just... okay. Moving on. Um. So <laughs> last two weeks. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Oh, I'm sure my face is, like, fucking beet red by now. All right, last two weeks. Uh, what have you put out creatively in the last couple weeks? It's been a little while. Last time we yeah. talked to you, we had done the almost super uh, playtest. Yes, yeah. Uh, the almost super playtest happened. So I don't think I've really put out anything creative since then, other than some... Uh, pseudo clever shit posting on the internet which is kind of my thing but there's there's a lot of stuff going on with um uh both canadian and american politics right now that uh has kind of uh monopolized my online time i try to avoid doing uh american politics stuff i tend to leave american politics to americans and stuff unless it's something that's been directly bleeding up here into Canada, like uh, the penchant for gaslighting that conservatives across the, uh, on both sides of the border tend to do. And so uh, I've been yep. commenting a lot on Brian Pallister's uh, arsonistic behaviors when it comes to our health care, yeah. for instance. Yeah, that's 
Yeah. He he's pretty much taking a wrecking ball to everything. Oh, and he's saying, see how broken it is? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I if you're taking a wrecking ball to it, of course it's broken. Can I take right? a wrecking ball to his face and then like drag him around the life of somebody who's like on disability and on assistance and can't fucking live. And he's making all of these decisions while living in Costa Rica. That's where he's awesome. got all of his money hidden away from taxes. Yeah, and that's also bullshit. And that pisses me off. You know, and, just yeah, just my, fuck that guy. Well, and my aunt lives in Fargo too, so I, I have a lot of there's there's a lot of influx of everything coming in. I'm just like I hate life right now. Even one of the things yeah. that you posted yesterday, I was like, no, I can't. No, we're going to just stop scrolling Facebook for today and we're going to go do something else. <laughs> that makes complete sense. But yep. anyway, so enough of that politics stuff. Uh, I have. It's not really something that I've been creating. It's something that I've been monitoring being created. The uh, Kickstarter video for Over to Boards is underway yes. at the moment. And the my my producer is back from doing his day job stuff elsewhere, and has started working with voice actors to add uh, voices to the video because there's going to be character there's going to be characters talking throughout the video, and they're going to be depicting kind of like what the world is like that the game over the boards takes place in and our own senpai yeah. happened to do a voice by the way there there was a few uh typos in that script <laughs> that yeah that's 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 josh yep <laughs> oh, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm reading it i'm like wait that's not the right word shit what's the actual word i don't remember what the actual word is now <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I did that that actually just this morning, and uh, I did a very good job, if I do say so myself. You know, uh, uh, like I said, the the producer of this video, he's uh, he's uh, one of the best in the biz, and he said that the both the both of you did a great job. Mm -hmm. So that's that's something amazing. Also, something to his credit, I just want to say because like it's something that's still so new to me even though it's it's a little bit more prevalent now i love being asked like hey what are your pronouns i fucking love that so much there's a huge like just sign of respect there from him that was that was great well i, I tend to hire progressives oh, it, because well, yeah. it, it's it's how i think it's how i feel and I like to surround myself with people who think and feel the same way I do. Because you're a cool dude. Well, it, there's... <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call myself cool. I think it just makes sense. Because the more people who are emancipated and enfranchised within a society, the better your society's going to do because there's more people participating in it. Mm -hmm. Right? And it, it's just, why not have everybody happy? Because you know what everybody knows, and I mean everybody knows, that a business does better if all of your employees are happy. Yep. If you take that same theory and apply it across a country, if everybody's happy and everybody's participating, the entire country's gonna be better, right? Yeah. And everybody's taking it care just of. 
Yeah. Exactly. It makes sense. So why not just try to make everybody happy? And it is possible to make everybody happy. Just give them, give them basic human rights and allow them to have enough money to not just exist, but live. That's it. That's all that people need. I'd say to an extent, though, to make everybody happy, because there are certain people that you're never going to make happy. There's always going to be critics, which, like, okay, whatever. Yeah, and yeah. There's people point, who point. are just, they're criminals and they should be locked away and, you know, that kind of thing. But criminals, um, grifters, gaslighters. Yeah, there's always going to be that kind. Of yeah, people. but I'm talking about the the vast majority, right? The, the good people Give, who just want to live and not. Yeah. And the thing is, is vast majority of people everywhere are good, decent people. Yeah, just I'd say so. Allow people to have the ability to try and do what they want to do with their lives. That's it. That's all you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck yeah, do this. And then and then make them take the lemons back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck your lemons. <laughs> Demand the sea life's manager. We did this joke last we week. We did. I, I, I couldn't help it. It's. It, I love Cave Johnson too much to not make that joke. I'm sorry. Cave I'm Johnson. I'm not sorry. God. Fuck that. No, I'm not sorry about this. <laughs> uh, have you had any challenges right. that you've had to deal with in the last two weeks? Well, you didn't tell me about anything creative you did besides the voice acting oh, for me. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, just the voice acting. Um, oh, okay. I haven't put anything out yet. It's been... Okay. So I've written and recorded... I think I had actually already done them for last episode. Uh, I had recorded three scripts. Finally edited one of them down, but I'm still waiting to see if, I've, if I'm joining that other channel or if I'm doing it on my own. Um, so I have both versions of the audio for that, and then I've been just getting video for all of the videos that I'm planning on doing, and then I've written one more script that I have to record at some point. But I okay. want to I want to book it when I have a little bit more than just one script, given it is a giant script because it's a raid of 14 fucking bosses that all have <laughs> something to do with the lore. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's All a right. Lot of video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what have we done in the last two weeks? Challenges. Yeah. So, challenges in the last two, couple weeks. Have Have you had any that you like had to? I I don't know. I guess. Kind lot, of lot, lots of challenges in my day job. Uh, but it, it, when I get challenges in my day job, it's what I live for. I love having to think my way around complex problems. I love it. This is, it's one of the things I live for. Fair enough. So it's, it's not a big deal, but, uh, the thing that happened in the last week that, uh, I am extremely liking very much. So is I got a new bed. Ooh. It's one of those nice memory foam queen size mattresses. And, Oh my god, it's so nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yay, beds. Beds are good. Well, okay. I I mean, I can't so, uh, sleep on a regular bed. I, I sleep on a futon. <laughs> well, the thing about these memory foam uh, mattresses is they're very similar to the, uh, the futon mattresses. Mm, okay. And, uh, well, at least mine is because I got mine as a, a medium firmness one. 
Oh, okay. So it, and it's uh, it's absolutely lovely. I I sleep so good on that thing. I'm also thinking like I don't have a lot of space in my apartment. Like I live in a tiny <clears throat> bachelor suite, so it's like I have room for a futon. I don't have room for a bed. I uh, I just got a, a new room uh, with Ben, Yay. the uh, the artistic director for Googly Beard. Hi, Ben. And uh, the the room is not extremely big, but it's just where I sleep, so I can just stuff the queen mattress in there and be done with it, right? Sure. And uh, so, yeah, all I really need in in that room is like I mattress and closet and dresser and that's what i got yay so and i sleep like the dead now which is very very nice that is really good that is that is absolutely good to hear oh however uh i'm not getting much sleep anyway because i made the mistake of uh buying assassin's creed odyssey (laughs) for the ps4 (laughs) and oh fuck i am not sleeping yeah. I, I, all of a sudden, it's two thirty in the morning. I'm going, holy crap! I've definitely done the whole um, look out the window. Oh, the sun's coming up. It's like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Australian got, time for a while. <laughs> I've got to be up to take my dog out. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that type of shit. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done that a lot. Uh, I did finally fix my sleep schedule. My my biggest challenge, though, in the last, like, little bit has just been I need to find a way of, like, scheduling myself in a way that that I can just, like, focus on whatever particular thing for, like, a day at a time and then just do that or something like that. I don't know. I got I – I think I've figured out how I want to do it. I want to make, like, essentially a uniform for myself of, like, okay, <clears throat> this is what I wear when I'm working on whatever, be it – getting footage for something or like uh playing through warcraft one because that's the series that i want to do is i want to i want to record me playing it and then go through all the lore while i do it um and then yeah i'm excited because i get to play more games um that's not why i'm excited (laughs) i'm excited for the story i really am i love the story Uh, oh speaking of story mm -hmm. okay there's this one part in assassin's creed odyssey Oh dear. Uh, I'm not going to get into any specifics, but uh, my character is is bi, okay? Yeah. Definitely bi. And the, <laughs> there's one there's this this kind of couple, okay? Mm-hmm. And at one point, I say, I want you both to the dude, right? And he says, well, I don't know, right? He says, <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about that kind of stuff later. So anyway, uh, I finish this one mission and then I go and talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. And then I bang him, totally bang him. Yeah. And 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 you know what? This, this guy's all into me and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, okay, this could be my character's love interest. But I still want to get the other one too because if I can have them both, that's 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 kind of where I'm going with this, right? I want to have both of these people. And so uh, she gets demure on me, right? And, and, and kind of kisses me on the cheek and said, that's so I'm going, oh, okay, yeah, you're reserving yourself for him. And meanwhile, I'm going, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I'm playing Happy Home Wrecker here. Yeah. And, and so uh, 
I'm think at, at the end, you know, uh, we have a discussion and the dude wants me to stay and I want him to become a part of my crew. And, uh, we both walk away thinking, you know what, we'll, we'll think about it type thing. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, I complete all of the missions and then I show up at a party. Yeah. And, and, and th- th- they announce they're going to be together. And then he starts talking about our conversation on the beach. And I'm going, whoa, hang on a second. Uh, let's forget about it, okay? <laughs> I, want, I want to keep my head because she's now the leader of this particular place. And she goes, no, no, we already talked about it. We're all cool, right? And then and I'm going, okay, all right, fine. That's it. That, that, that's all good. Okay. Whew, they're happy. Okay, I'm going to give a... And so... Uh, in the middle of the celebration, we have a toast, and somebody fucking poisoned the guy, and I'm going, fuck! No! So, yeah, and it was because of a decision I made to oh. save somebody. <laughs> that sucks. But you can be polyamorous in this game, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You can do anything in this game. It It, it is, you can be polyamorous, you can be gay, you can be straight, you can be anything you fucking want to be. Male, female... Whatever you want to be, you can be in this game, and it is easily the like my favorite open world game so far. I easily, remember, I remember playing through Mass Effect and like number two, and I wanted to get with both Garrus and uh, and Jack. I'm like, I gotta choose one, just one. Damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Terry. <laughs> but. Uh, now, now imagine a, a, a game where you can be anyone you oh, want to be, awesome. except have it take place in the in classical Greece, right? And like just uh, one generation, uh, no, sorry, two generations following Thermopylae, and pretty, that's where and that's where you can be anybody in this world. But not only is it two generations after Thermopylae, all of the mythological stuff is also real. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool too. And it is fantastic, and it 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 is so immersive, and it's a beautiful game, and I absolutely love it. Although I don't have a PlayStation Four, so that's probably never gonna happen. Maybe maybe if I come visit, I'll I'll play. Through. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's currently my my game of choice at the moment. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, did, have you seen any of the gaming news that's been coming out? Like a uh, PC gaming? Some of it. My biggest thing has been falling in love with Keanu Reeves all over again. Yes. Um, yeah, I've I've never stopped. Please tell me that you watched Always Be My Maybe. Yes. Oh my god, that was so good. The song at the end of the credits was fucking just <laughs> so great. Oh, uh, I love my... Randall Park. As soon as I saw, like, oh my god, it's Randall Park, I'm like, I really want to watch it. And then I found out Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I really want to watch it. And then I watched it, I'm like, this is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen, and I love it. <laughs> I just like the fact that every time there's a Canadian actor out there being a nice person, that the entire world just loves him. Yep. It's because those Canadians are so nice. Well, apparently Until the ones that go to Hollywood we most about of them. Americans. <laughs> Oh God, I saw that. And... <laughs> I share it every time I see it now. I love that one. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a comedian who talks about uh, how nice Canadians are until we have to talk about our American friends. 
Uh, but when uh, they're around, of course we're going to talk nice about them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name, but he it was at it was at Winnipeg Comedy Festival, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know if it was Winnipeg or Montreal. It looked like Montreal to me. I, I'm pretty sure it had the Winnipeg banana thing on it. I, oh, did it? Yeah, on the video. <laughs> Winnipeg banana. I, it's Nothing a, better. It looks like a banana to me. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. uh yes senpai with another suggestive comment okay uh <laughs> what i was thinking of instead of winnipeg bananas is uh cyberpunk 2077 yeah that one's coming out and that one uh i'm really looking forward to because i really love the tabletop game mm -hmm. and vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 okay that is an actual video game okay yeah and that also looks fantastic so both of those games I am waiting for and anticipating with bated breath. B-A-T-E-D. B-A-T-E-D. Not B-A-I-T-E-D. <laughs> because that would be uh, with me either having worms or minnows in my mouth. Ew. Bait. B-A-I-T. Bated fishing. <laughs> yeah. Do <laughs> 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 you want a middle? You're <laughs> like a cat <laughs> <laughs> coughing up worms and minnows and shit. Oh, anyway, God, that does not sound pretty. Hey, uh, you brought it up. Do you want to get into some questions? Yeah, sure. All Let's right. get into some questions. Uh, I'll go first because I really want to hear your answer first. Okay. Would you rather fight a hundred goose-sized horses? Or one horse-sized goose. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This comes now, from Mike H. <laughs> Mike H. Yep. Now, the thing is, to fight 100 goose-sized horses, you know what you have to do? You just go, and then they all run away in a panic, right? Okay. Right. Easy to fight. Now, however, you get one horse-sized Canada fucking goose... And that fucker will fuck you up. Those are fucking velociraptors. Oh, Evolved. Okay? They are mean motherfuckers. They do not... Okay. I was going to work last week. Now, this, this dovetails nicely to this particular story. I was going to work, and there's this one kind of roundabout that gets you off of the perimeter highway onto this uh, street called... La this kind of pseudo-highway called La Jumodier. And on the roundabout, there was this baby goose kind of on the curb trying to get up over the curb and uh, its parents were there and stuff. And so I stopped my car and I got out to help the baby goose and the fucking parents almost goddamn killed me. So I said, fucking hell. And I, I said, and I laughed because I couldn't get near them because they were going to, they were going to eat me. Did that actually happen? Gooses. Yes, that actually happened. Oh there was God. nobody coming, so I stopped my car to help the baby goose, and the parents almost ate me. <laughs> so I, I had to leave. I, I felt bad, but I thought, if I don't, I'm not going to get to work alive, and then my <laughs> car is going to stop all the traffics. Yeah, that's true. And my, cor and my corpse will be there being eaten by the baby goose. So <laughs> I had to go <laughs> Are they carnivores? I I remember like we used to go to Vancouver a lot when I was a kid because my uh, my godparents lived out there, and I remember feeding the geese popcorn, 
I remember being so offended at this one goose because he like bit my mitten and he got dirt all over, like mud all over it. And I was like, stupid goose. <laughs> I, I think geese geese are carnivores. They eat worms and uh, and fish and stuff. Okay. so they might actually eat a human. Oh dear, I I I'm well, I, I don't think they I don't think they'd eat a human. I think what they eat is kind of small stuff. Yeah, but they get real angry real fast. Oh shit! Yeah, I re- I was also rollerblading through Saint Vital Park uh, a few years ago, and I looked up, and there's just these geese, and I'm like, yep, nope, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna sit down. I'm going to see what they do first, and then if they're going to stay there, I'm going to go the other way. They're like, they're like fucking hockey players after you've chirped them. I'm oh, serious. Absolutely. They're fucking crazy. Yep. So, yeah, definitely 100 goose-sized horses, because those would be much easier to find. The um, one horse-sized goose, uh, you would be... Uh, if you tried to take on one horse-sized goose, you would be emerging from one horse-sized goose rectum later. <laughs> yeah, you'd definitely be dead. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on the hundred goose sized horses, but for a different reason. Um, okay. You know the the CrossFit dude that has the video of him kicking all the flamingos. Oh yes, that's yes, all yes, I yes, see yes. in my head of just tiny horses just getting kicked. <laughs> Just, oh, what's his name? Zubo Mafu? Oh, I can't remember. Wait, no, the lemur? No, 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 right, 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 no, no, Zubo Mafu's the lemur. It's Mufuju Mufu. I can't remember his name. He's a gem, though. I know who you're talking about, and he's hilarious. Yeah, oh, he's a gem. I love him. But yeah, that's all I see in my head, just all these little horses just going flying. <laughs> I, I, we're gonna get about a hundred comments saying this is the guy's actual name, you know. Probably, it, like I swear. And he's, I, and he's a saint. You shouldn't make fun of him. Oh, we don't. And he I'm, actually I, is a saint. We love him. I would. I I know he's a saint, which is why I'm saying it. Yeah. yeah and I'm gonna get a whole bunch of angry comments saying, "Don't make fun of him." So. <laughs> I'm not making fun of him. I honestly can't remember the actual name. Yeah, I also just okay. really want him to see. I, I just want to see him kick a hundred goose-sized horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of those videos uh, that is almost guaranteed to make me laugh almost every single time. Yep. And yep. I agree. Another one is this came up on on Facebook recently again. Um, you know the you know the nun the movie the nun. With, it's like a horror yes, movie. Yeah, it, and it's a horror movie or something. Yeah, um, they did these the scare in this room where like these people went and looked up to a mirror, and then somebody was on the other side of the mirror, and then they flashed some light, and the uh, the nun scared them on the other side of the mirror. Okay. And then someone came out behind them in further into the room, and uh-huh. she comes out, and the guy is holding this water bottle. Oh God, no. <laughs> Launches, hits right in the face. I fucking die laughing every single time I see this video because oh. then it just it repeats that part and slows down a little bit, and then it zooms in on it. Doing... <laughs> if you're gonna be doing pranks like that, you make sure the person doesn't have anything in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's rule number one: don't let them go into the room armed. Oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> oh, that poor, that poor actress. 
Oh, God. I just love his, his like, launch hit. <laughs> I'm so she sorry. Shows up at work the next day on like a TV set or something like that with a goose egg right in the middle of right in the middle of her forehead. What happened to you? Oh, I'm gonna need a lot of makeup to hide that one. What happened? Oh, I played a prank. I scared a dude as the nun. Worked with a shitty director. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I definitely oh, yeah. laughed at that one until I cried the other night. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's something else. Oh, man. That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, next question. Uh, I pose to you. Are you taking freelancers? Uh, and if I... so, where are you taking them? Uh, I'll take you to the coffee shop because I can't. I don't have money to pay anybody um, for freelancing. I, I will eventually be looking for artists at some point i don't know when that's gonna be well the the thing is is when you're doing something right you need artists or writers or whatever mm-hmm. you you come up with your whole project plan and then you kickstart it and then you say okay here's the project and then you bring on your freelancers or you can tell your freelancers that you got this project going and that they will be paid with the kickstarter and then they they will be okay. I'm good to go, as long as you can give them a date range because they're usually pretty busy. Yeah, see that that's and one then... thing that would be nice to do. The only thing is though, I don't have an audience yet to do that with. That would be nice. Um, it's with it's with my Patreon for uh, my other podcast. I want to do art that goes with with each month um, of like whatever we're talking about that month, and then like our characters in the art too. But I have no way of paying for it at all right now. So I'm like, and I don't really have all that many people. So I'm like, uh, this is going to be like maybe a year down the road. It's it's a goal. Yeah. It's there. Um, it's not ready for Kickstarter yet even. Yeah. So. You know, I, I don't think that's a Kickstarter thing. I think that's probably more of I get X, I get X amount of backers on 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 Patreon, right? Yeah. It's, I have it set as $100 a month. X. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I, I um, that is something, that is something <clears throat> I want to do. That's the only reason I started that uh, Patreon so quickly is because I'm like, this is absolutely what I want to do. Like, that's my plan, and it, it would I think it would be really awesome. But yeah, so I will be looking for people eventually. I don't know when that's going to be yet. <laughs> so how about oh, you? Are okay. you taking any freelancers? And uh, I'm going to be taking freelancers a lot this year, actually. Um, with uh, Over to Boards kickstarting, uh, I'm hoping to have some contributors at the uh, uh, for stretch goals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be having stretch goals based on uh, additional content, first of all. There's already content that I've designed for the stretch goals, and that's for the additional uh, team factions, like uh, Dveorg, Sheath, uh, Thals, and Dveorg, Sheath, Thals, and She. Those are the four factions I've kind of designed for the, uh, the additional stretch goals. But I'm also going to be developing a world book, which is going to double as another rules book for uh, how you run your franchise, right? 
where okay. it, it gives you rules on extended play. But a lot of that book is going to be setting related. And there's going to be stories about different players uh, experiences and coaches experiences and, and snippets from team owners and stuff like that. And advertising, uh, but like fake advertising in there, like oh, uh, there is a, a card in the game called douchebag with a slingshot <laughs> where somebody from the crowd fires a slingshot at one of the players on the ice and does damage. Mm -hmm. Right. One of the ads that, uh, one of the people that I know who's a freelancer who's going to be designing as a stretch goal is going to be an ad for slingshots from a slingshot company. So this is great. that, so that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind that's the kind of freelance work for, uh, over to, uh, I'm also coming up with a live action role-playing game. Uh, I think we also mentioned that last week or uh, last show as well. Yeah. Uh, that I'm going to be having tons of freelancers do. First of all, I'm taking Ben's advice. And we're not going to be doing any uh, actual drawn artwork for that one because uh, this is a uh, this is a game where dress up is a big part of it, yeah. right? And so we want to involve people who dress up for a living, cosplayers. And pay them for modeling work instead of doing drawn artwork in the book. Makes sense. So we're going to be freelancing cosplayers. And I'm going to be freelancing writers to create villains and uh, heroes and night spots where, where these crappy C-lister heroes and C-lister villains and, uh, and henchmen and stuff can meet up. So, like, we're going to be designing bars and university kind of meeting places and hotels and stuff like that and, and di in different areas of the city. And we're going to be designing different areas of the city kind of around different themes. And uh, I figure Cheeseburg is, is a big megalopolis where there's an almost, almost an infinite amount of different styles and types of stuff that can fit into it, so... Fair enough. I definitely do want to create one character for you. For sure that's a hero. I have no other ideas yet. Okay. <laughs> I just know I want so, to yes. do one character for you. And I'm, I i don't care if I'm paid for it. I just really want this character in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Richard T., to answer your question, I am taking freelancers this year. But I am not yet, so I'm sorry. I don't know what I hired for, hire you for anyway. I don't have... Uh, <laughs> hopefully one day. All right, did you ask the last one or did I? Uh, you did, actually. Uh, okay. So I will ask this one. How did you decide on the name Creative Conundrums from Nikki W? Uh, Creative Conundrum, if I remember correctly, you pinged me one day. Yeah. And said, I don't, I want to do this thing. And I said, okay. And you said you're horrible with names. I've told and you I that said, on multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah. And I knew you would ask, so I said okay. And I figured, well, I take I'll take the theme of what what the thing's about, and I will dump it into a title. I will use alliteration, and I will try to use a certain number of syllables along with the alliteration. And that's how I came up with it: creative conundrums. It's too many syllables for my liking, 
but mm-hmm. it still flows well enough and people remember it anyway. That's true. So yay, yay alliteration. Yay. There was actually, it was at one point almost experts, which also might have worked, but. Almost experts definitely would have worked. Yeah. Creative conundrums works though too. I mean, we're creative yeah. and we have conundrums well, yeah. and we deal with conundrums. Like, you know, making senpai terrified of wasps and cordyceps. <laughs> Well, and and on top of that, what if one day we're actually experts? Then almost experts doesn't really fit anymore because we've kind of evolved and now it doesn't fit. Whereas we're always going to be creative and we're always going to have problems, right? That we're going to have to think our way around. That's true. I mean, I will never allow myself to think of myself as an expert just because I think there's always more that I'm going to need to know. Oh, growth is never, 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 never stops. Yeah. Yeah. That that's my thing. <laughs> I guess yeah, maybe we could be experts one day. Maybe, hopefully, we'll see. Yep, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I still feel like a noob every day. Oh, I definitely do. That that's. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm like the teenager who really doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Most of the time. whenever I go to a convention like Gen Con and I'm with all the atlases of of game design. I, I, I'm i like a wide-eyed freaking eight-year-old around a whole bunch of freaking action heroes. Like, I I cannot... I don't get starstruck around Hollywood people mm-hmm. or sports people. These people I can talk to and party with and talk like they're human beings. So it doesn't bother me one bit. Mm-hmm. You get me in front of a game designer and my brain melts and comes out of my butthole. And I start doing stupid shit like telling them stories about my fucking dice that I pull out of my pocket. Like, I'm serious. I'm, I'm a mess. So I have to prepare myself before I go to these conventions. Which, which makes sense, yeah. I mean, maybe it's because it's, they're, like, in the same sort of, like, industry, maybe? No, I've been hero-worshipping game designers since I was a kid. Then I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know. I, I think there's only one person... That I would probably get starstruck by uh, at the same level, and that would be Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill. (laughs) Keanu Reeves would be easy. Mark Hamill, that would be difficult. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably just kind of die. I cried in front of Patrick Stewart, so I mean, nothing can't really be anything (laughs) else. (laughs) Yep. Oh, there go there goes Senpai again. I, I cried in front of Patrick. It's Patrick Stewart. I can't not. No, cry. I know. I I I, know. I, I never thought I'd be that fan that cried in front of somebody, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. We never we never do. Uh, for me, it was poor Bruce Cordell who had to put up with my. <laughs> uh, see, I'd never seen. I'd been following Bruce's work for a long, long, long time, and uh, I went to the Monty Cook Games booth, and I had uh, this shirt for for Shauna Germain. And because she, I almost gave up being a creative because I oh, thought, you know, right. none of this, none of this is going anywhere. And then all of a sudden, Shauna sent me a nice message saying, you know, I love your comic. You know, this is really good. And I keep reading it and stuff. I'm going, oh my God, really? This is a person that I've admired for a long time. So I, I made her a shirt and thanked her. Cause like after, after she told me that I kept doing it. And then I started gathering this, this, this readership and stuff. Right. So uh, I brought her a a shirt that i made with you know uh 
one of one of my comics on it mm-hmm. that was referencing which game was that? Oh, it was just the cipher system, right? Yeah. Uh, Numenera specifically, I think. And uh, I I brought that shirt for her, and she wasn't at the at the booth at the time. <clears throat> and so I, I was looking looking around and stuff, and there's this there's this guy standing there, and I started talking to him, and you know, I talked to him for about a half an hour about stuff, and then he says, "Yeah, so uh, so." Uh, who'd you come here to see and stuff? I said, yeah, I came here to see Sean or Jermaine. And he goes, Oh, okay. I, I guess I'm chopped liver. I'm going, wait a second. Who are you? And then I looked down it's Bruce fucking Cordell. And that's when my brain came out my nose. Yep. And I was stumbling over my words. And then I showed him my dice and I dropped my dice all over the fucking floor to, to pick them up. And, it, I had a nice, pleasant conversation with him for a half an hour, and then my brain shuts down, and I become idiot. That's about how it goes, yeah. But but now, uh, over the years, uh, I I meet up with Bruce every now and again at the hotels and and board ceremonies and stuff, and uh, we talk and we 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 have drinks and stuff, and yeah, it's uh, now that I actually know Bruce, it's it's not an issue anymore. <laughs> I'd kind of hope not after like how many years. Yeah, it would be kind of stupid, right? <laughs> Showing up at the bar one day with a just Gen every co- time. Just... Bruce is there that every time just ah! <laughs> dropping your dice. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, that was that was that was the one time I got caught off guard by a game designer, and I I totally lost it. I I became eight year old me again, and I was a good public speaker mm-hmm. at, like at that time right and like i've always been a good public speaker and, and an entertainer and i'm able to talk to people without any trouble and just that one time i was not prepared and i just totally fanboyed to shit <laughs> so but anyway so that's that's my hilarious <laughs> fanboy story okay uh i think we should probably move on with the next question then yes definitely okay the your turn to read okay um wait how did you decide the name creative conundrums was that the one we just answered yes how did i get onto that whole tangent about the fucking dice and shit i really don't remember anymore (laughs) okay all right anyway that's what that's how we roll okay why is 42 the answer to life the universe and everything Shouldn't it be a prime number if it's the only answer? XW. Okay. Um. I I still really like the the thought of uh, Douglas Adams used to be like uh like he used to use a lot of Palm Pilots and stuff like he always had like the latest technology. <laughs> Palm Pilot sounds like yeah. a basic training nickname, right? Um. But <laughs> no, forty two in ASCII uh basically means whatever you want it to be. Yep. And I yep. like that one. And I know Mike answered that on your post, and I know you were like, oh, but I was going to use that, and now I have to come up with something else, and I, I don't care. I'm using it. I don't care. That is my favorite answer <laughs> for 42. It's also mine, but I can't use it because now three people. <laughs> so <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> so why is 42 the answer to life, the and everything shouldn't it be a prime number if it's the only answer uh it should actually be a prime number if it's the only answer because i think that number one should be the answer to life the universe and everything because whatever you want it to be 
is the most important thing to number one, which is you. Okay. You just got really meta there. Good job. <laughs> okay, I made that totally up on the fly. I like it. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. Let's keep going. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one's from Matthew O. Of all of the projects you could do, how do you pick what you do? What you do. do of all do. the projects I do, how do I pick what I do? Yeah. Whatever people throw my way, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, okay. There's this guy in the industry mm -hmm. who I have been kind of partnered up with on projects for a long time as a freelancer. And whenever his name is uh, Andrew J. Lucas. And he's when he figures out that there's a project out there that I would like to probably work on with him. He comes to me and says, Hey, there's a project. You want me to put your name in? And I go, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so he puts my name in. And then the person says, oh, okay, because Andrew's kind of better connected than me, right? Okay, yeah. And the guy says, okay, yeah. And then uh, the person contacts me and says, hey, uh, what what kind of ideas you got? And then I give the idea, and they go, oh, cool, and then I get the contract. Nice. And then I work on it, and I meet my deadlines, and that's it. Uh, that's one way I get contracts uh, through Andrew and, his, and him suggesting me for jobs. Did you know I almost got... Uh, a freelance job on the Princess Bride role-playing game. What? Yes. No. Uh, I was recommended oh. by uh, by somebody. And so I started talking to the person that was kind of running that project. And it's possible that my, uh, my cost per word was too high. Oh. And so I got beat out. So Fair enough. That, okay, I that makes sense. Damn. Oh man, I you have like the perfect. End... Yep, <sighs> I almost ended up contributing to the Princess Bride, That's... and the thing is, is I think I would have been a good choice for that project because I've been obsessed with the Princess Bride for decades. So, yeah. but the thing is, I think whoever would have gotten picked for that job probably was also obsessed with it. Probably, so, yeah. uh, even though I didn't get the job, I am still buying that fucking game. Well, yeah. I mean, that sounds awesome. Princess Bride RP? Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just stoked to have had the opportunity to talk to them and have a chance to contribute on that one. Mm -hmm. that, that's, 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 my, that, that's my story. That's pretty fucking great. <laughs> what, hey, what, uh, of all the projects I do, how do I pick what I do? Yeah, I, I, just whatever's thrown my way uh, and whatever sounds cool. I contact the people and I say, hey, look, you're looking for a freelancer. Here's, what, here's the idea I got. And they either say yes or no. That's it. Just right. whatever sounds cool and interesting to me at the time. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Andrew J. Lucas again <laughs> told me that there was guys looking for freelancers on a World War One. Now, now you know how big I am in the World War One stuff. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's what over the boards like, is. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a bona fide World War One enthusiast who and i've spent a lot of time reading especially on the canadian contingent right yeah because that that's that's like my family history type thing right mm -hmm. so i jumped at the chance to do this and i i contacted them and i said hey i really want to see this game come out and i really want to contribute to this this is this is my wheelhouse and i i I might have come off as a bit of a fanboy, but maybe that was a good thing because I ended up getting the job. Yay. And 
and I contributed and, uh, and that stuff is coming out shortly. So, uh, the, the game is, uh, never coming, uh, never going home. And my adventure is the horror within the horror. Sweet. So go pick that up. Go whenever it's, out. I don't know when it's out. <laughs> never going home. Let's see. Okay. For my, I don't really for have you. a lot of projects. Right. Well, you do. I mean, I do and I don't. Well, you've you've had a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I've I've done the sewing thing. Um, yeah. And without getting into too much drama, basically there were some people around me that just didn't really support it at all, which really sucked. But further than that, like I I've kind of pivoted a bunch of times just because I I I don't necessarily know what I want to do. Um, lately it's been more following. This is going to sound super cliche, and I don't care. It's been following what makes my heart sing uh, and what makes me feel good. And then if, like, on any particular day, if I'm like, you know, I don't really feel like working on this particular thing, but you know what, let's pivot and then we'll do this thing. Like, this happened the other day. I was going to go into one dungeon and go write about that one. And I was like, wait a second. I don't want to write about this one right now, but I want to write about something adjacent to it. So I went and did the raid instead and spent, like, the entire fucking day in that raid. <laughs> 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 and then I did it on both sides because it also changes from Horde to Alliance. So I have to, had to go right both sides. And, yeah. So that was a pain in the butt. But, yeah, it was it was adjacent to what I was going to work on anyway. Um, and then I have to come up with a different plan to work on some stuff just because of how that game has changed over the last um, 15 years. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, just whatever makes my heart sing right now. It's a good way to pick them. Yeah. All right. Uh, of all the projects you could do... Oh, wait. No, we That's, just, we just did that one. <laughs> God damn it. I, would ha I had my eyes on the right question, and it, they moved upward. Okay. How do you determine if the project, if the project you did pick and work on is successful? That's from F. Douglas W., Okay, so I think this has to define your definition of success, because what is success? Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's ultimately kind of what he's asking. Yeah, I mean, for me, success is just something that makes me happy. So my podcast, my podcasts, I should say, because this one also makes me happy. The joy that I get in it, that's, that's what kind of makes it successful for me. Um, right now, I can't really get paid for anything, just because of where I'm at in life at the moment, at the moment, but yeah, I think that's kind of it for me for right now. I mean, that might change a little bit down the future. I think what will ultimately make me successful is that I can pay the bills with what it is that's actually making my heart sing. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. For me, uh, it's a two pronged question. Mm -hmm. I, measure a success of a project if I got fulfillment out of creating whatever that project was, right? The the act of creation itself may, and creating something that successfully kind of kind of works and and looks good and stuff that the personal fulfillment end is one side. Now, because of my, my background and my training and schooling and stuff like that, I've also got the business side of things, right? So I do return on investment, right? Mm -hmm. Did I break even? Now, my 
I, I can't do that in my day job. I can't, I, I need to be able to say, okay, this is the kind of return on the investment we got. And I got to kind of be able to show that it was worth kind of doing instead of breaking even, right? There needs to be some kind of progress created by whatever project it is. Yeah. In my game design stuff, I, I grade if a project is successful, if A, the game works or people... Uh, okay, again, this is a this is a multi-pronged answer within a, a multi-pronged answer. If it's a game, if the game works and flows and people tend to have fun playing it, obviously, then I consider that a success. And I have to be able to break even after paying all of the people that have contributed to it, right? So if I break even and I'm able to pay all of my contributors and people like the game, that's success in, in terms of a game's design. I would like to be able to make money off of it, but uh, I pay my, my contributors, my freelancers first. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's how it should go anyway. Now, like everything else, as a business, as a business manager, mm-hmm. there are multiple levels of success. Now that is that is a bare minimum success. What I consider to be a an average success would be if I made some money for myself plus all of the other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And to 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 pay me for the time that I put into it, then I consider that a standard success. That's that's what I shoot for is for a project to pay me for my time plus everybody else who spent time on it. And what I strive for is for the critical success, which is where my game goes viral and everybody loves it and I'm getting fan mail and I'm able to go to conventions and talk about it. That's my idea of a critical success. And there's not only is there personal fulfillment on that because I love standing in front of people and talking. Yeah. But there's also that justification in that brain case of mine that's always thinking in terms of the business math. And that is the the ultimate kind of success that I'm striving for, is something that's really, really successful on the global stage that I can make a lot of money off of. And uh, not only that I can make a lot of money off of, but if I'm making a lot of money, that means I can hire other people and get my friends and colleagues and peers that I respect and admire. I can start paying them to do stuff, right? And it, it, it what's that? What's that saying? Uh, a rising tide floats all boats. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever actually heard that saying. So it's, it, it's, it goes something like that, anyway. So if I can. If one of my projects can make the entire industry more successful, plus allow me to do the things I love, plus be monetarily rewarding for me, that's my ultimate goal. Makes sense. Yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, let's go on with the next question. Oh, God. Uh, okay. If you had to fight waves of first graders in groups of 10 with a boss round of fifth, five to six graders every 10 waves, how far could you go? Is from Matt G. Okay. I have chaperoned elementary school classes before. Oh, fair enough, yeah. And that's about one wave. 
<laughs> and Ooh, I'm spent after class. that. Those are some small classes. Uh, groups of ten. Well, it was it was larger than it was larger than a group of ten. So, yeah, there were there were also teachers and stuff. Okay, so there were other people to take the brunt of the the waves too. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. last one wave. I don't even know if I could last one wave. Yeah, it was one wave. Definitely one wave. <laughs> definitely one wave. I couldn't last any more than that. We we, neither of us would get to the boss round. Yep. Just stop! Stop! <laughs> I can't take any more. And then I'd be on the ground and be kicking. Me. Not good. Yep. I guess technically I wouldn't even last to the end of the first round. Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably wouldn't either. Uh, I don't have enough cardio. <laughs> okay, this isn't zombie land. You're not running away All from right. zombies. Have you met first graders? Uh oh yeah, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> no, no, mind you, uh, uh, preteens and uh, and junior high school kids. Are, I mean, I remember uh, what bored. I was like when I was that age, and fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Just no. I'm running away. You know, screw this. <laughs> yep, yep, no, yep. I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> difference between difference between uh, first graders and junior high school zombies is the the first grader zombies are the fast zombies, oh, and God. the uh, junior high school ones are the slow zombies. Okay, that's good to know. They're also bigger though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. They have their advantages and disadvantages. Yeah. Uh, next question. Sure. Uh, if you were driving at the speed of light and turned on your headlights, what would happen? Fuck, I don't know. This comes from Jeff A. What? I don't know. Um, I'm assuming you'd have the lights on and then they'd just not actually go forward, right? That would that make sense? I don't know. Um, I don't know the I answer. I think so. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> this I've... is about elaboration. Well, I mean, we're also running out of time. We, we just hit our one hour mark. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I will continue on then. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's two-part. It's a, it's a all-depends answer. You're driving at the speed of light in space, and you turn your headlights on. The uh, You wouldn't be able to see in front of you at all because you'd be traveling at the same speed of light that's coming out of your headlights, right? Yeah. So I, I, think, I think that it's like... When you're traveling at, you don't want to fire your machine guns in a fighter jet when you're traveling uh, faster than the speed of sound because you shoot yourself down, apparently. Oh, interesting. Least, so I'm told. So I'm told. Or the guns will jam or something. I can't remember. I'm told that you'll shoot yourself down if you, if you, if you shoot your guns while you're traveling. So I'm assuming that the same principle will happen when you turn on your lights while you're driving in space. Now, if you're traveling at the speed of light, on Earth, within the atmosphere, you will be traveling fast enough for atoms of your car and the headlights, windshield, and you to start fusing with air molecules and start shattering atoms and things like that. And then it turns into a giant, massive explosion. You wouldn't know what would happen <laughs> because the moment you went... To light speed, you and everything around you for miles and miles and miles and would disappear. See XKCDs. <laughs> what would happen if you tried to hit a ball thrown by a pitcher that was traveling at light speed? Fair enough. Fair Comic. Right. XKCD.com. 
uh, oh, actually, it's not XKCD. It's the What If comics. And that was the very first What If comic. Okay. But it's on XKCD.com, though. Okay, that's good. So the next one, this one comes from Ben H. First or worst rage quit of a game? (laughs) Okay. Uh, I believe this one was Nintendo, like the original Nintendo system. Okay. I believe I was. It was. I believe it was Ghosts and Goblins. If I correctly, and Ghosts and Goblins was an extremely hard game, and I was just about to get by. Like I was getting mad because I was kept dying in this one spot, right? And I was just about to get past that one spot when the TV malfunctioned. <gasps> And I could hear my character die. And then the screen came back on. I hit the top of the TV with a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) And I put a hole in the top of the TV. And I went, oh, God, what have I done? And (laughs) I kind of hit the hole in the top of the TV with, like, this fucking mat. (laughs) Did that work? Oh, God. (laughs) I I think it did for, for a number of... Because uh, <laughs> there's kind of like candle stand on it and stuff like oh, that. Going, yeah, that should do it. Either that or my parents just never talked to me about it. I don't know. Maybe. Or they blame, or they blame my brother, which is just as good. I honestly don't remember. I I don't have that many memorable ones. I think one of the most memorable ones, though, I finally got Dragon Age Two. No, Dragon Age Origins. And then I walked into this cave and all of these spiders came out of the ceiling. And I'm like, yep, nope, fuck this. Nope, bite. Um, I am no longer that terrified of spiders that I can't play a video game anymore. Yeah. Well, that's not really that's not really rage quit, though. That's a fear quit. That's a fear quit. <laughs> that's a What's fuck a... this noise quit. Um, what got you so mad that you quit the game? I, th- I remember getting very, very disheartened in Skyward Sword. I couldn't get past something and then I put down the game and then I never picked it up again and I feel bad about that (laughs) 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 this was oh fuck this every time every time you go to pick up your controller to play the game you go into a fetal bar I honestly don't even remember where it was either like that's like I'll go and I'll start up the game and I'm like I have no idea where the fuck I am I have no memory of this place not a clue. I have no memory of this. Place. I don't remember what I'm supposed to do at all. That's one of the best. One of the best memes ever. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, I have that's no memory of this place. The Gan- Gandalf meme from when you put a game down for too long. Yeah, that and that is like <laughs> me almost every single time I play a Zelda game for whatever reason. At some point or another, <laughs> this has happened that I'm like I have no idea where the fuck I am. I, I got to restart. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like that with. Uh, Fallout 4 right now stopped and I haven't picked it back up and I'm willing to bet that when I when I go back into the wasteland that I'm not going to know where the fuck I am. Oh, probably. Oh, it's also happened with Elder Scrolls a bunch too. I mean, I've definitely had it happen with WoW, but that's been more people related than game related. Holy crap. I have never finished an Elder Scrolls game. Oh. I've never finished one. You should like it. I get caught up in the side quests and the DLC and shit like that. And I never actually finished the game because by the time... I'm still doing side quests by the time the next Elder Scrolls game comes out. 
I mean, so I start playing the next Elder Scrolls game or Fallout game, <laughs> and, then, and then I go, and then I get caught up in the side quests, and then the next Elder Scrolls game comes out. So I don't. I have not finished an Elder Scrolls game yet. You should like. I can't make, believe this. You should like put that on your bucket list. Finish an Elder Scrolls. Just finish? one of them. I haven't finished Morrowind yet. I gotta go back and finish Morrowind. Okay, okay, okay. That's I've definitely my bucket list. I've never finished Warcraft I... 3. That was the only one that I had had back in the day. And then now I have Warcraft 1 and 2 to play through. And then I'm going to have Warcraft 3 Reforged to play through. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also remember right, getting we're... mad at Warcraft 3 for something. I really suck at RTS games. This is going to be very entertaining. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, I asked the last one or did you? I asked the last one, so it's your turn. Okay. If you could be a Disney villain, who would you be and why? Uh, okay, this comes from Dave A. Any property owned by Disney Corporation applies. Fuck, I think I'm Yzma at this point. Yzma? Yzma. It is why? no concern of mine whether your family has... What was it again? Uh, food? Ah, you should have thought of that before you became peasants. Oh God, that is absolutely perfect that you chose Isma because my, if I could be a villain, it would be Kronk. <laughs> absolutely perfect. I, well, uh, the poison, poison that killed Cusco. Cusco's poison. Poison? That poison? <laughs> oh my God. Surely you got time for, for dessert. By the way, that's not Patrick Warburton. That's Doc. Doc does an amazing Patrick Warburton. <laughs> Patrick Warburton shows up to play characters in all of my role-playing games. Oh, God, yes. He's he, he's a random... He'll be a random guard uh, guarding a guarding a door in a castle, right? Yeah. And he, he'll be... He'll be... He'll be really serious about it, too, right? Like, you know, not anybody can guard a door. It takes years of training. <laughs> I spent 20 years in the infantry before I earned the privilege to guard this door. There's no way anybody's getting in this door past me. I guarantee you that. You know? <laughs> and so they, they, they always show up playing weird stuff. Um, Patrick Warburton is currently... Uh, he's in Almost Super as, uh, as uh, Lance Mannion, the uh, premier superhero of Cheeseburg. <laughs> he shows up and says, hey... How's everybody doing? Come on down to Mannion Mansion. We'll talk about the next mission. <laughs> so, That's so good. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely Kronk. I can't believe we're the same. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is, that is too fitting. <laughs> yep. I mean, really, I'm just, I'm just like, so done with so much crap that it's like, yeah, whatever. I guess maybe Kylo Ren could also fit that, too. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Kronk just fits my personality oh, style. He, really he, does. he just he he just uh, I I would wear Kronk very well. Yeah, you absolutely would. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna stick with Isma for mine. <laughs> 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 that's, that's I'm not I'm not gonna go over that. That's great. Okay, last question. I will say before before I answer before I ask this last question, uh, we did get a lot of questions for this week. And we had to cut some out because um, we went really over our time last time. And yeah, 
Yeah, we're going to try and keep it down. But if we didn't ask your question this time, we have a nice uh, list of questions to ask for next time. So hope to hear us then. Um, and then, so last question for today. If you flipped a bag of holding inside out, this is from Nate T. <laughs> if... <laughs> I guess, what would you have That's in like your... It's like a Yahoo Answers question. Right? <laughs> if you flipped Nate. a bag of holding inside out, except there's no email afterward describing the question. <laughs> um, okay. I, I'm going to flip this a little bit. What if it was your bag of holding that got flipped inside out? My bag of holding. What would be in your bag out. of holding? What would be in my bag of holding? Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. I don't know if there's got to be uh, game designers for Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder and stuff who've answered this question before. Oh, probably. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know what a bag of holding is, it's a bag that is an extra dimensional space on the inside that is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's like the TARDIS of bags or the TARDIS is a box of bag of holding. Anyway, it's no, like Mary it, Poppins bag. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Mary Poppins bag. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's yeah. an extra dimensional space mm -hmm. and you can use this extra dimensional space to store more loot, which is why every adventurer wants one of these bags of holding because you can put tons of stuff in it and it doesn't weigh any extra weight. And it doesn't take up any extra space in your gear. So you can just loot and loot and loot and loot until this bag of holding is full. And you can be you can get rich faster. Now, the reason why Nate is wondering what happens if you flip one of these bags of holding inside out, all of a sudden that extra dimensional space comes to the outside and the bag on the inside. So the extra dimensional space is, from what he figures, is expelled to the outside into the universe. Now, I don't know if anybody else has kind of answered this question before, but what I think would happen if you flipped a bag of holding inside out was everything that you've stored in it, first of all, just instantaneously comes out, Yeah. but the bag writes itself and becomes a bag of holding that just is kind of inside out. So you can put stuff in it again. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so if you turn it inside out, just everything comes out, and then it writes itself, and it's still a bag of holding. It just looks like it's inside out now. It's, it's now reversible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what I believe. Uh, I don't think there would be anything cataclysmic, uh, unlike when you throw a portable hole inside of a bag of holding, and that because that's two extra-dimensional spaces oh, and a wormhole kind of interacting and kaboom. That's right? mind-breaking right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking more like what would come out of it. <laughs> that was my understanding of the question. <laughs> oh, uh, what would come out of my bag of holding? Fucking gaming books. Right, gaming books and board games. Yep. Tons have, and tons and tons of them. I'd have to say mine would probably be... Dice. Holy fuck, dice. Oh, you're a goblin with dice, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would come out of... I mean, probably weed no, for sure, painkillers for I, sure, probably okay, popcorn. Wait, wait, wait. You, you kind of got me wrong. I'm not a goblin when it comes to dice. Yeah. I'm a dragon when no. it comes to dice. Well, my, I, I would have a horde that I could sleep on. Okay, but the Tumblr post only would, had the three. And I would, I would punish 
punish those who would try and take away my special dice, my extra purple one or something, right? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so what would come out of my bag of holding? I'm going to go with weed for sure, painkillers for sure, because I always need those. Um, probably random craft shit. There's probably going to be some tentacles in there. So just an octopus coming out. Random hair stuff, likely. Cat trees. Did you say tentacles? Yeah. I'm going with the joke, okay. man. All right. <laughs> just go with the joke. I'm I'm going with it. Uh, I'm going with it. Random hair candles after. would probably be in there. Lighters. I already said random craft shit. What else? Probably chocolate. Gluten-free chocolate. Mini eggs. Can you imagine just a bag of holding full of mini eggs? Bag of holding full of mini eggs? Oh, man. That's I a lot of mini that, eggs. You know what? That is happiness right there. That, that is my happiness. <laughs> oh, my God. What if you have filled an entire bag of holding full of mini eggs and then opened your mouth and then upended the bag? <laughs> I die. <laughs> Holy shit. What if you did that with fucking beer and like a kegger? Oh, man. You empty, you empty, empty, empty. Holy That's shit. Your beer bong, beer. Right? That's your beer bong. <laughs> right, exactly. And then you say, I, you tell this frat boy, hey, man, I bet you can't drink all the beer in this bag. Oh, yeah? Glug, 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 glug. And then he dies. <laughs> no, does he drown or does he die of alcohol poisoning? <laughs> oh, it depends on how fast it comes out. Well, oh, my goodness well, gracious. Because that's like... That's like 80 cubic feet of liquid, all pressurized, coming down, coming out of a uh, out of a hole that's about the si the opening of a beer bottle size. If you make it the size of, like you can drink out of, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the jet, the the pressure jet would take the guy's head off. <laughs> well, I'm assuming you can like control the rate of flow. Maybe put a keg tap in there, and then you can yeah. control the rate at which. It Hey, give me another swig for your, from your bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a swig from your bag. Yeah. Shit, okay. I want to put that in something now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's. Oh, I think I have a place. Let me put too. my lips on your bag and take a swig. Okay, well, not that, but I think I actually do have a place to put a bag of holding full of beer. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. We're gonna see if it works. But yeah, I'm gonna okay. try it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that's been today, I think, isn't it? Yeah. That's our last question? That is our last question for today. Uh, we do have a whole bunch more, so if we didn't get to yours, sorry, we got a lot. Um, and I want we're trying to keep this under an hour. Which totally We're getting more... <laughs> We're getting more and more questions every day, uh, and uh, it seems like we're gaining a lot of steam in terms of uh, listenership. Yeah. So, so if uh, if anybody wants to advertise with us, uh, let us know. Yeah, uh, creative conundrums at outlook.com, uh, which will be in the show notes. And yeah. All right. Have yourselves a, uh, a good couple weeks, everybody. Uh, I'm Doc from Googly Beard Games, your lovable googly one. And I'm Senpai from Senpai. I I don't I don't have anything. I'm just me. You have tentacles. That's good enough. <laughs> and I'll notice you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Bye.